0: Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Unruffled ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Most of us think a lot about our family's future. That's part of the job, right? And I'm sure you've heard that annoying piece of advice that says, don't buy that latte, invest instead. Well, we went for it a couple of years ago and opened a Robinhood account. To be honest, my husband wanted to cut down on coffee anyway. But you know what? Whatever your goals are, Of course, investing involves risk and loss of principal is possible. Returns are not guaranteed. Other fees may apply. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker-dealer. Plan savings with T-Mobile, third-line free, on essentials via monthly bill credits versus comparable available plans. Plan features may vary. Credits stop if you cancel or change plans. Hi, this is Janet Lansbury. Welcome to Unruffled. Today I'm responding to an email I received from a mother who has a toddler son And he started asking if she's happy or if she's sad when he's misbehaved. She's worried that her son might be a little too concerned about her emotions. Okay, here's the letter that I received. Hi Janet, I love your podcast and have since applied the Rye Method in my daily parenting. I have recommended your podcast to all my mom friends. Recently I encountered a conundrum. I was raised by a strict mother who would punish me with threats and a cold stare from her would freeze me. I did everything to make her happy, and it took me years to come out of it. I don't want my child to become a people pleaser, but recently, when he does something wrong, he will ask me or my husband, is mommy or daddy happy? I think what he means is, is mommy or daddy angry? I don't know what to say. I've told him whether mommy is happy is not the issue. You don't have to do things just to make me happy. I'm not sure if he can understand that at two years, eight months of age. I would like to show him how to rectify the situation and emphasize the solution rather than my emotion. I do show my emotions because I think that is a healthy thing. I let my child see me happy and angry because they are my normal emotions. Of course, I try to keep my cool as best I can, and I never threaten because I know that is a bad strategy. I don't want my kid to act upon whether things make me angry or not am I thinking too much? What would you do? Many thanks. An otherwise very happy mom. Okay, so I thought this note would be a good one to respond to on my podcast because it is an issue that comes up a lot. I hear this often from parents that their children are saying these kinds of things. They seem to be wondering if their parents are okay, if their parents are happy. And Yes, this parent is correct, I believe, in that this comes from feeling that his parents get angry at him when he does things he's not supposed to do. Sometimes parents actually will say, it makes me sad when you do such and such, or that makes me happy when you do this. The problem with that is that children do realize that even if we're just saying, that makes me feel good when you do this they still sense that there's another side to that coin. So either way, it can make them feel a sense of concern that they have power to make their leaders sad or angry or happy. And they make their leaders do this through their typical, impulsive, age-appropriate behavior. So imagine yourself a child... And imagine feeling that you make a mistake or you do something that you probably know you weren't supposed to do, but for some reason you did it, you know, you were stressed out, you were just feeling that you needed to be defiant, you wanted to maybe let your parents know that you're not happy with everything going on in your world and you just need to lash out in some way or ignore them or however this looks, and now you've hurt them or made them angry because they are either saying those words or showing you through their emotional reaction, which children almost always sense and feel themselves. It doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel comfortable to a child. It's distracting to have to worry about them when there's so much going on in the child himself. There's so much transition going on. My mentor, Magda Gerber, used to say that children this age... Wake up in the morning and everything they knew from yesterday looks a little different to them today. That's how quickly they're growing and changing. So they don't want to have to worry about their parents. They want them to be squared away, solid, not people we have to worry that are going to feel vulnerable by what we do or how our feelings are expressed. A lot of times people will take this kind of feedback as oh, well, now I have to hold in my feelings and pretend I'm not feeling what I'm feeling with my child. And honestly, that's not so helpful either. For one, because our children seem to sense uh, what we're really feeling, whether we're showing it or not. And that can be even more confusing for them when we're acting one way, but they can sense that we're feeling another way. And the other part that doesn't work is that it just feels hard. It feels like we're forcing something. It feels like we're trying to manufacture something and that's going to make us tired. That's going to make us frustrated if it doesn't work. And we're going to end up losing our tempers or being very you know, unhappy in our job. So pretending we're unruffled and that we don't feel what we feel isn't helpful. The only answer and the answer that I try to focus all my writings and podcasts on in some way is our perspective. You know, this mother says that she does show her emotions and she thinks that's a healthy thing. Well, that's a very healthy thing for her to do with her spouse or her partner and her close friends and maybe family members. She definitely needs to express emotions. We all do. But with our children, it's going to happen sometimes. But it's ideally not going to be our day-to-day response. It's not going to be our usual response. And that's because we're going to have the perspective that makes us feel confident in the situation, that makes us feel empathetic in the situation, or at least accepting of our child's behavior and their feelings rather than it triggering something in us, rather than us getting angry. So our work as parents is perspective, and that's why I spend a lot of time in my private consultations letting parents know how normal their child's behavior is. I have several posts that are about the reasons that children push limits, that they don't follow directions, that they don't behave the way we want them to. I would suggest reading those. They're in my book, No Bad Kids. They're also in several of my articles on JanetLansbury.com. These are meant to reassure parents that these behaviors our children have aren't a sign that they're going to be (laughs) axe murderers or in jail or thieves or liars or anything else. These are all typical phases of development and also ways that children typically behave when they have stress that they need to express and discharge. So it's the perspective we come in with. It's the expectation that we have of our children, understanding of correct behavior a lot of the time. I mean, we do need to remind them, but mostly we just need to help them when they're crossing a line or when they're being uncooperative. We have to help them. We have to take them by the hand. We have to pick them up. We have to take them through to show them that we can be their leaders and we can be their parent. And a lot of time this is about and I've mentioned this a lot too, physical parenting, loving physical actions that we take early to stop our child from doing something they shouldn't be doing, or to help them, you know, move into that car seat rather than allowing them to stall around. And then we're asking them and they're not doing it. And now we're getting angry. And then we're going to say, this makes me angry. In a way, and I hope people don't feel judged or bogged down by what I'm going to say in any way, but in a way, it's it's unprofessional of us as parents to be emotional with children about their behavior. So does that mean we're never going to do that? <laughs> Definitely not. We all are. But ideally, that's the exception. And we should never worry about making these mistakes and losing our tempers because that offers us a wonderful opportunity to model something really important in relationships, which is repair. Coming to our child and saying, you know, at some point when we realize, oh, shoot, what went on here? What was I thinking? And this happened this happened to me so many times. Of course, my child was acting out at that party. We'd just gotten off an airplane <laughs> that day. And what was I thinking that she was going to be able to go to a party and not be exhausted from the, the days that we just spent on our trip or, you know, from this day of travel, whatever it is, there's always a reason that our child is doing it. And the reason isn't that we have a bad seed developing or a big problem on our hands. So we realize, oh gosh, at whatever point that is, it could be hours later, maybe we come back to our child and say, I'm so sorry. Sorry. You did that, and I got very upset, and I lost my temper. I'm so sorry. I know you were doing the best you could in that moment, and you were having a hard time. Something like that. Taking ownership of losing our temper. It's not something we want a green light for ourselves, that it's good to be emotional with our children. It really isn't. It's good for us to explain the emotions that they felt from us. In words, so that they don't wonder, are they terrible? Are they bad? Are they just these powerful people that make us unhappy all the time? We tell them in words and we apologize for it. So that's how to achieve what this mother is saying that she wishes to achieve, which is to not have her child be concerned about her and his father. It's not going to happen by her saying whether mommy is happy is not the issue. You don't have to do things just to make me happy. It's not the words that we say to our children. It's what we show them. It's our actions. It's showing him that we don't get unhappy when he doesn't do those things. You know, our actions are much more important than our words. Our tone, our feelings in a situation are much more important than what what we say. Just like we can't say, be gentle and expect that our child learned or was shown gentleness and was taught to be gentle in that exchange. We've just taught something else, we've taught impatience, we've taught anger, and that we aren't comfortable with their behavior, that we don't feel comfortable in our role right there. We've taught frustration, you know, we've taught all these things that we didn't wanna teach. The words don't matter, it's what we do, and how we do it that matters. So I'm not sure if he can understand that at, two years, that at two years, eight months of age, Um, It's not that he can't understand it, it's just that he's picking up what's really going on. That's the wonderful and challenging thing about young children. They know the truth. They might not be able to articulate it or really understand it, but they sense it, they feel it. This mother says, I would like to show him how to rectify the situation and emphasize the solution rather than my emotions. So those are reasonable concepts for him to understand, but that's not what's going on when he's in these behaviors. He's not being reasonable. He's not in a reasonable place. He's in an emotional, impulsive place. So he can't put reason into that. He's not in a find a solution moment when he's misbehaving or acting out in a way that you don't want. So this mother's wish to let her child see her happy and angry because those are her normal emotions. Happy uh, certainly makes children feel safe and comfortable. Angry, not so much. (laughs) So we have to see the big picture here. Yes, it'd be nice if we could treat him as a peer in that way, that he can see all sides of us and nothing intimidates him in any way. But it does He's a little kid. He needs a solid mom that is unconditionally loving him. And children don't feel when we're angry, there's no way they can feel the love. They can't reason through that. Oh, she's just mad right now and she's going to feel better and she really does love me under this. They, they can't. All they feel is the hate coming at them, honestly. And it's very powerful for them unfortunately, they don't have the maturity and the perspective themselves to be able to see beyond our emotions to the loving person that's unconditionally there for them. So we as adults have to be that person that can see beyond, that can see beyond the behavior and the, you know, unreasonable emotions our child has to what's behind it. Children can't, and they shouldn't be expected to. So I think this parent's intentions and her desires in this are all wonderful. The problem is how to get there, how to get what she wants. And it's not the way that she's seeing it. It's another way. It's what I've described here. Showing her child consistently that she doesn't take his behavior personally, that she doesn't take his feelings personally that she realizes they're about him and the the struggles that he has in a situation or with his general feelings of stress at that time. And young children, they let it all hang out, (laughs) but they need us not to. And that's why this podcast is called Unruffled. Not that we have to pretend we're unruffled, but that we're all striving to get that perspective that helps us to be unruffled (laughs) most of the time. So she also says, I never threaten. That's wonderful. She says, of course, I try to keep my cool as best I can. That's wonderful. I would focus on that part and focus on perspective. Uh, I never threaten because I know that is a bad strategy. Absolutely. So she's definitely on the right track. I don't want my kid to act upon whether things make me angry or not. Absolutely. Because that's just adds more stress to his plate. A lot more. Not only is it what he's feeling, but what he's worried about you're feeling. And that's too much for a child. That's how children become little adults, not in a positive way, that they have to have all these worries that really shouldn't belong to them. They need to feel freer to thrive. So that's how to help her child not worry whether things are making her angry or not. He won't if they mostly don't make her angry, which doesn't mean she just lets go of them. She stops them. She you know physically helps them but she does it early before frustration or anger would have a chance to set in because she knows he's a little floppy guy and like all children this age, he's going to need a lot of help. He's not going to handle every situation gracefully. (laughs) In the moment, if he asks, is mommy or daddy happy? I would respond something like, oh, you're asking if I'm happy. Uh, Actually, I am. I'm pretty happy. Yes. Or, I've got some things on my mind, but mostly I'm very happy. You make me very happy. I wouldn't get triggered by his words. I wouldn't get concerned by his words. He's just processing out the messages he's been receiving. And it's a healthy thing for him to be able to ask and you to be able to not get concerned about that. You know, it might be a good reminder for you, actually, if you are getting stirred up there, if he asks, are you happy? And then you could say, ah, you know what? Thanks for, thanks for asking. I was getting a little intense there. And, and uh, yes, I honestly, I'm very happy. I love you and all is well. He just needs a little reassurance there. And this will pass if our behavior passes and our perspective shifts. He will get more comfortable and he won't be asking these questions forever in other words have an unruffled response rather than an emotional response so i hope that helps and i'm glad this mom is otherwise a very happy mom that's all good and that means she is doing a great job here please check out some of my other podcasts on my website janetlansbury.com and remember both of my books are available on audio at audible.com elevating childcare and no bad kids You can also get them in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Apple.com. Also, my audio series, Sessions. This is new. These are individual recordings of my private consultations with parents, so there's a lot of details. Get to hear the back and forth, and we're discussing their dynamics with their children and how they're handling them and maybe what they could do differently. Go to Sessions Audio. That's all one word, SessionsAudio.com. Or go to my website, JanetLansbury.com, and click the button that says Sessions on the top toolbar. You can order episodes individually, or you can get them all, which is about three hours of audio for just under $20. Thanks for listening. We can do this. If you like Unruffled, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music.